I know it's kind of heavy-handed ham sandwich, but I mean, we gotta hash this out, folks. If we're gonna find any level of um, togetherness in this world, we can't be playing these petty, stupid semantics. I mean, when something's just as clear as day, we have to say it. I mean, it's clear as day that Jacob Blake should have halted when the police officer tasered him and drew a weapon upon him. It's clear as day. Yet they try to conflate it and make it into this thing where it's like he was done wrong or there was some kind of kink or scam in the justice system. It's like it's clear as day. The motherfucker didn't comply. He was shot for it. He was acting recklessly. I mean, come on. It was clear as day. As it was clear as day that Kyle Rittenhouse made an illogical lack of judgment in bringing an assault weapon to a protest. It just don't mix. You know? That would be like if you were having a picnic and all of a sudden you brought Yogi Bear. Hey there, boo-boo. I like picnics. Picnic baskets. Like, why the fuck would you bring Yogi Bear to our fucking picnic? He's grabbing fucking picnic baskets. He's grabbing bottles of wine, scampering off. Hey, hey, I'm Yogi Bear. Yoo-boo. Grabbing fucking picnic baskets. It's like, you fucking brought Yogi Bear to our picnic? He ran off with our picnic basket. Hey, hey, boo-boo. It's illogical. You don't bring Yogi Bear to a picnic. What good could that do? He's going to take the picnic basket. Everybody knows that. Conversely, why would you bring an assault weapon to a protest? What good could that do? You're not a police officer. You're not the National Guard. You're not, you're not the military. You're just some fucking civilian stepping over their boundaries. Wagwan with your bad self. Hello. It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramtran. Reporting live for duty on this magnificent November 23rd in the year of our Lord 2021. Welcome and bienvenue to Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast. Suck my dick. Suck my dick, you filthy varmint. Ooh, I hate that rabbit. Suck my dick, you filthy varmint. I'm Yosemite Sam, the most rootinest, tootinest, shootinest villain in the whole Wild West. Oh, you filthy varmint. Suck my dick. You filthy varmint. (laughs) Isn't that a funny thing to say to your loved one? You know, they're kind enough to go down to you. Go down to you. Go down on you on Valentine's Day. Suck my dick, you filthy varmint. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day, sweetie. Anyway, if you're new to the show, Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast. This is a show where I bitch, whine, squawk, bellyache, and kibitz about myself in order to relate to y'all self. Y'all the dear listeners. Y'all the dear viewers. Shared experiences, kindred souls, BFFs forever, you filthy varmints. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, my own website, Jonathan, 
pronounced Jonathan-Ramcharan.com. And as always, folks, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles, if you are digging the show, folks, please help my black ass out. Share me with a friend. Sharing's caring, folks. You know it truly is. Yeah. And if you're a returning guest to JR the P, if you know, if you don't know, if you may or may not know, or maybe you surmised, I am an actor extraordinaire. That's being the bone, ladies and gentlemen, and damn proud of it. Yeah. Uh, it's hot. Telling you, boy, when you're a thespian squawking under them camera lights, boy, gets hot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thespian to the core. I am also a stand-up comedian. Extraordinaire. Yes. Damn proud of it as well. And um, as a performer, I guess kind of lay under the branches of a performer, you know? It's really all the same stinking thing when it comes down to it, you know? I mean, you know, as an actor, you should be able to be comedic at times. You should be able to have improvisational skills, which is generally more of a comedian attribute. So as an actor, you should be able to be comedic. You should be able to have improvisational improv skills, you know, able to, you know, tell a joke, set up punchline, you know. And as an actor, as a comedian, rather, you should be able to have actor attributes. I mean, it's really all the same damn shit when you think about it. Standing on a stage, delivering your stand-up comedy jokes. Well, there should be a presentational format to it. Whatever your bag is, I don't know what it is. Maybe you're a wacky wackadoodle-doo. Maybe you're a stoic intellectual, you know? Maybe you're just a gunslinging, you know, set up punchline, set up punchline, rootin' tootin' shootin' type of comedian. However you slice or dice it, you gotta be presentational. Which is, generally speaking, an actor attribute. Oh, that this too-too solid flesh would melt, thaw, and resolve itself into a milky dew. Oh, the tides of York have fallen upon the household of Montague, my dildo dee dibbly dibbly You know, it's that actor-type windbag presentational type shit. Well, as a comedian, you too, you too have to suffer through all that hoopla. Presenting your jokes on stage. I mean, they call it a set list as a comedian. You have a set list. It's a list that you write up and there's your jokes on the set list. Another word for... Set list is script. Your script as a stand-up comedian or your set list if you want to be a fucking technical pterodactyl about the whole damn thing, you know? So I keep it under the branch of performer. Yes, I'm an actor extraordinaire. Yes, I am a stand-up comedian extraordinaire. But I am a performer. That's just my bag. You know, that's my bag. Teach their own. Some are more purists. 
Um, they're not quite interchangeable, but I have been blessed with the gift of both. So I'd be rocking with that, you know, for many a year now. Yes. And, uh, loving it. Loving it more than ever. 2021 has been a monumental year for me in my career. And I'm wishing the best to all you out there, the dear listeners of JR the P, the dear viewers, the dear trolls, which uh, thankfully are few and far between, but um, not to mention the listeners or viewers as well. But, um, you know, to anyone out there, I wish you the best, you know, like uh, 2021 has taught me to, you know, grab, grab life by the short and curlies, you know, just get up there and do the damn thing. And um, I rose to the challenges as an actor and a stand-up comedian in 2021. Most certainly did, folks. And I'd like to extend that to any of y'all out there. The small independent business owner, the large business owner, uh, healthcare workers, service industry, uh, tradesmen, tradespeople, entertainers, um, you know, religious communities, people holding down the faith. I would love to extend just the gift of knowing and independence. You know, that, that, that inner knowing that things are going to be okay. God is with us. And I'd love to extend that to anyone out there during these times. It certainly found me in 2021, in my personal life, in my spiritual journey, and as an actor, stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Yes. Um, what I got on the plate, what I got on the docket, closing out 2021, um, technical. A technical pterodactyl. I'm supposing that's what a pterodactyl sounds like. How the hell would I know? But um, if they even existed. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a technical pterodactyl, you know. Um, we're winding down the calendar year. And it's a time of reflection. And as a performer, stand-up comedian, actor extraordinaire, there are many technical aspects to the craft. Um couple little tricks I can let out of the bag, um, which is very much relatable as an actor or a comic um, in both lanes of performance. Physicality. That falls under stage performance. Basically oiling up the gears, you know, um, keeping fit, keeping stretched, keeping well fed, keeping well rested. Keeping a regiment, you know, it's not exactly all shit jokes and, you know, groping actresses on a casting couch. It's not all that. Well, technically, that's a lot of it, but it's not all just, you know, finger fucking and, you know, shit jokes. I'm telling you, folks, this is serious. We're talking about theater, film, stand-up comedy. We're talking 
you know, the light of our entertainment world. Who the hell doesn't like a good joke? Who the hell don't like a good movie? You know what I mean? This is not for the faint of heart. This shit has to be tell, dealt with um, in the strictest, strictest of um, due diligence. You know, I gotta fucking hit the hay every night, fucking whenever I do. I don't know, like I usually fall asleep watching YouTube videos. I need to change that. I need to set a bedtime, get my teeth brushed, my face washed, my face washed, you know, do my prayers. And then, you know, you know, next thing you know. Well, time to get some push-ups and sit-ups in. Time to write some shit jokes. Time to, you know, watch a movie or two. Brush up on the old technicality, the technical pterodactyl aspect of being a performer. Telling you folks. It's not all just fucking dick jokes and groping you know, hapless actresses. It's not all that. As I said, there's a strict regiment one must adhere to if they want to be successful in the performing arts. So I'm definitely taking that into account coming to the end of 2021, moving into 2022. Certainly, the technical aspects of the trade. Keeping the body nice and limber, able to perform, turn on a dime. I want to keep myself, um, what else? Um, inspired in the craft. Brushing up on, you know, great films of the past, great films of the present, great comics of the past, great comics of the present. Keeping my mind, keeping my juices Keeping my juices in the world of performance. Yes. I'm gearing up for a session. I call it a session. When, like, you know, I hunker down with myself, light a candle, you know, dim the lights, get some mood lighting, candle light, salt rock lamp light, you know, the streaming light from an adjacent lamppost pouring through the window, you know, notebook, pen, autumn breeze billowing, billowing through the window, then, you know, get to cracking, coming up with projects, ideas, fodder, material, just substance, pulling things out of the ether, being in that spirit of Dionysus. Now, for all y'all laymans, Dionysus was um, the Greek mythological god of like orgies, dildos, drunkenness, and the performing arts, theater, more specifically. So, you know, getting in touch with that inner Dionysus, that inner Greek orgiest, you know, just channeling the. Uh, performing spirit, you know? So I'm gearing up for a little session, you know? Be with my instrument and um, cultivate some 
new frontiers, new ideas for the future. So I want to do that pretty soon. It's, you know, it differs from a typical comedic writing session. Like some something that I do as a comic is I find time to um, write. You know, now I'm not going to say it's every day. A lot of times you do writing on stage as a comic. You might come up with a little premise. You know, I don't fucking know. Belly button lint. Eh, belly button lint. I don't know. Something funny about that. Let me let me see what happens with it. So you go to stage with it. You, I don't know. You just spit it out there. Yeah, so I've been, uh, you know, thinking about belly button lint. And you kind of look at the audience. Maybe they chuckle. And then it sparks. Sparks something. And then maybe a joke may f- may come from there. So that's, that's an example of uh, writing on stage. But what I do do what I aim to do, a significant portion of the writing work, I aim to do the good old-fashioned way. Squatting down with a notepad and, uh, you know, squatting down with a pen and, you know, fucking hashing it out the old-fashioned way, you know, long form. So, a session as I mentioned here, that, I, that I'm seeking to have when I channel the inner performing god of Dionysus, like I mentioned, that Greek orgiast, Dionysus, when I seek to have these, you know, theatrical sessions, when I channel the cosmos of Dionysus, that is more of I don't know. A non-denominational spiritual performer endeavor. Does that sound mental? A non-denominational spiritual performer endeavor. You know? Because like I'm a God-fearing man. I was raised Christian. Um, Still don't know what I feel about this whole Jesus character. Though I will look under the Christmas tree this coming Christmas. But... I don't know quite my relationship with Jesus. I mean, I mean, people make up all sorts of shit, right? Who knows if the Bible is even real? But I do believe in God and inner knowing, you know? There is a creator in my viewpoint. It's the whole design theory argument. Everything bears witness of being designed. You know? I mean, take a look at this stupid mug of mine. You know, fucking two nostrils, two eyeballs, these fucking lips, fucking ears of mine, you know, they all serve a function. It bears witness of a design. Yes, I believe in a creator. I believe in God. Now, Jesus, I don't fucking know. I'm searching. The point being... These non-denominational Dionysus performer endeavors are different than like a typical comedic writing session. Something kind of spiritual to it. Then again, there's a lot of spirituality in writing jokes. Is what I really meant to say. To be more entertaining. 
Suffice to say, I have a lot of interesting upcoming endeavors for myself as a stand-up comedian, as an actor, and um, some surprises for y'all before the end of the year, 2021, regarding those endeavors. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, stand-up comedian extraordinaire, actor extraordinaire. Quick sip of water, boss. Don't mind me, boss. Oh. Kyle Rittenhouse. Acquitted on all charges. How do I feel about it? Well, if you dip back into the lexicon of Jonathan Ramchand and the podcast, episode number 146, episode number 146 in the Jonathan Ramchand and the podcast lexicon, uh, I spoke on my initial feelings on that. The whole situation stemming from the Jacob Blake incident. Jacob Blake, a young man, young black man shot by police officer. Uh, severely wounded, causing a riot in Kenosha, which, uh, you know, led to Kyle Rittenhouse shooting and killing uh, two, I believe it was two protesters slash attackers. How do I feel about all that? Well, Jacob Blake was wrong. He should have stopped when the police officer pulled his gun to stop him. Now, I haven't watched the footage in a minute, but I do recall the police officer had drawn a taser, a tase gun. Stop, stop. Jacob Blake was all wiry, all crazy, walking around like a tough guy. Police officer shot him. The taser didn't work. If I recall correctly, I haven't watched the footage in a while. If I recall correctly, he was shot with a tase gun first. That didn't stop him. The police officer was hollering, stop, stop, drew his pistol, drew his gun. Again, Jacob Blake did not stop. He, he, he went into his vehicle and made a, a reckless movement when a police officer had a gun drawn upon him. He was shot. Yeah. We live in a society where a lot of dangerous things can happen and we have to be accountable for ourselves. And had he not wanted to get shot that day, he should have stopped and complied. Does that mean that every police interaction is 100% the fault of the victim? No, but it means in that situation, Jacob Blake got what was coming to him. I take no joy or pride in that. It's just obvious. 
and we do need police officers to protect the vulnerable. And we do specifically need, like, detectives. You know, like, think about the major cases that detectives pour their time, sweat, and profession into solving. You know, the intricacies of, you know, major crimes, homicides, serial killers, serial rapists, things of that nature. And again, also the the uh, uniform officer, the in-the-field street cop, the interactions that they deal with on a day-to-day basis to protect the vulnerable. Sure, they're a bunch of fucking egotistical fucking billy club pushing dildos. Like, I mean, I don't like them. Like, I don't like police officers. I have disdain for them and a contempt that is basic of any authority figure. I don't like priests. I don't like nuns. I don't like teachers. I don't like principals. I don't like vice principals. I don't like librarians. Did you have your library card? Never mind my fucking library card. Give me that goddamn book. Sorry, God. Sorry, God. Hate to bring you into this, but you know how it is when you get fucking ruffled at the library. You got overdue fines. Ah, motherfuck them fines. Give me that book. You're fighting with the librarian. I said, give it to me. No, no, you got a library fine. Nah, fuck you. Give me that book. You know, you're fighting with the librarian to take home a library book. You know them fucking authoritarian autocrats, fucking fascists, you know? Give me that fucking library book. She's yanking on it. No, no, you're fucking fine. You have fines. I'm like, I said, give it to me. You know? Fucking fascist, you know? I hate authority. So, do I like police officers? No. I'm a liberal. No, uh, no, 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 no. I believe in liberty. Okay? I, I'm a f- I love to be free. I don't like people breathing down my fucking neck. Now, do I like police officers? No. <laughs> you know? I don't like supervisors. I don't like the boss. I don't like anybody imposing on me. Don't tread on me, man. Do I think they're necessity? Do I think they're necessary? Yeah. Yeah, police officers are necessary. Do I think that they're generally good? Yeah. I just don't like people staring at me, that's all. You know? Do I think we should defund the police? No. Do I think they're well paid for what they do? Yeah. You know, that's a funny fucking argument, right? They say to defund the police. No, we shouldn't. But then they cry victim. They, they get paid so little for the job that they do. In Toronto, Canada, at least in Canada, at least in Toronto, Canada, one of the latest, and this I'm talking like maybe a year or two ago, I read the statistics. A police officer in Toronto, Canada gets paid 60K a year beginning. 60K a year. They're in the Sunshine Club. They're well paid. You know? Now, you might be some big-talking, big-wheeling-dealing person, but 60 k a year to start? That's good money. You can raise a family. You can have a stay-at-home wife on 60 k a year. You can find a way. And it, and it only gets better. Now, don't fucking hold me to the fucking coals on this one. This is an old statistic, but this was like from a year or two ago. I read police officers beginning pay, starting pay, in Toronto, Canada, 60K, that's Sunshine Club. 
granted, there's a lot of responsibility and I mean, it's not really the type of job where, I mean, you pretty much invest, you have to be committed to the job. You know what I mean? Like uh, you're playing with life and death, your own life and other people's lives, right? It's, it's a heavy job and they should be paid decently for it. But like, you know, just to add a devil's advocate side to that, defund the cops. You know, it's like, no, we shouldn't defund the cops, but they are well paid. <laughs> I mean, they start at 60K upward, you know, sergeants and stuff like that. They're probably making like 100K a year. I mean, that's good money. Plus like full retirement, pension, all sorts of um, perks. Aside from the looking over your shoulder every time you go to work. <laughs> Aside from that, there's some pretty good perks of being a police officer. But, um, you know, I digress. So, yes, the Jacob Blake situation. Unfortunately, his stupidity, his, uh, well, let me not be so judgmental. His lack of compliance led to him being shot which sparked a riot in in Kenosha. Then you got this Kyle Rittenhouse. Shows up with a assault rifle, AR-15 style assault rifle. Brings an assault rifle to a violent protest. Winds up shooting two attackers. I've seen some of the footage. I've seen a lot of the footage. I haven't seen a lot of it recently. But judging from the footage I have seen and judging from the trial outcome, yes, he was attacked. I wouldn't even verbally attack a person holding a gun. I wouldn't even verbally attack a person holding a gun, let alone throw a skateboard, swing a skateboard, lunge at them, make a reaching motion for their gun, pull a pistol on them. Like I would, if you got a gun and you're standing there in front of me with a gun, hey, look, I am not trying to engage with you. That goes for a police officer. That goes for a vigilante. I'm not fucking engaging with some mental patient with a gun. All right? So, yeah, he was attacked. No, it wasn't first-degree murder. What about the fact that he brought an assault rifle to a violent riot what kind of a person does that I would say 100% free I would say 100% not guilty no further accountability if let's say he was outside his own establishment his own business establishment you know if he lived at the residence or the area of the riot, if he was a police officer, if if he had a reason to be there, 
I would say 100% not guilty. Seeing as he had no reason to be there, he kind of inserted himself in a violent riot. He brought a fucking assault rifle to a riot. There should be some level of accountability. That's just common sense. But this whole thing is very political. It's being politicized. It's about race, right? Black versus black versus white. It's about second right. Uh, what is it? Constitutional, in the, what do they call that shit in the United States? The Second Amendment, right? Is that what it is? Your constitutional right, the Second Amendment, to bear arms. It's such a politicized situation that the common sense factor of it is being overlooked. Well, number one, it was like white people that he shot and killed. He defended himself against these white attackers. Okay, so where's the racial component there? I mean, you can make the stretch that, oh, if you attack as a, um, if you attacked someone who stands with the black movement, then that makes you a racist. I mean, it's a bit of a stretch, but the people that he killed were white. So where is the racial component there? And what what about see i'm getting fucking rung through the fucking fucking grind mill of this stupidity as well it's like what is my point anyway the point is how do we overlook the common sense factor of it it wasn't about race it's not about race It's not about the Second Amendment. It's about the common sense rationality of it. A man, a young, a young man, uh, a teenager, a teenage boy, old enough to have common sense, brought an AR-15 style assault rifle to a violent riot. And what common sense logic does that make sense? He had no fucking point reason to be there and you can play it up oh he's a patriot he's this he's that that's just glad handing that's just pompous um grandstanding that's dickhead dildo fucking logic had he been a business owner standing in front of his own business and the exact same situation happened i would say 100 percent unaccountable unaccountable 100 percent not guilty. His short-sightedness and lack of judgment led to the situation that caused these attackers to attack. It was a provocation, a provocation. He lit a fuse on an already tense situation. As I go back to the authority figures, I mean, it's hard enough for it's in a democracy, we agree to live under a certain amount of shared societal rules and engagement. I mean, we all understand the point that, the ter- that a police service 
serves in a society. They serve to protect the citizens from the general public that would otherwise take advantage. We understand that necessity, right? Good or bad, we understand. I mean, you know, we we understand the difference between a police officer in a uniform and some vigilante with an assault weapon. Right? It's a provocation, if that's the word I want. You're provoking. I mean, you can't really... What what are you going to... Like, if you see a military... If you see, like, the National Guard or a police officer in the situation of the Kenosha riot patrolling, it makes sense. When you see some vigilante with an AR-15, a sight rifle, a part of you as a citizen, you know, living in this alleged democracy, it's like, what's this fucking guy doing walking around? You know, who who is he? Who is this dickhead? Why? What? Who is he? What? What? What authority do you have over me? I didn't agree to this. You know? Like, we have these pillars of justice. You know, the military. Well, I mean, I'm not an American, but, you know, in, the, in America, they have the military. They have the um, National Reserve. They have federal, st- provincial, federal, state police, whatever. Then you got some fucking vigilante walking around. It's like, why should anybody respect that? They're just provoking. Provoking the citizenry. Citizenry. Long story short, Jacob Blake did not comply. He was shot. That's what happens. Those are the stakes. The police service is a necessary service. Whether you agree or not, take it out in a court of law if you have an issue. Comply and fight the battle legally. And the majority of police officers, they serve a necessary function. I think the majority of them are well-intentioned. Some of them are egotistical dildo dickheads, as I aforementioned. Any issue you have with them, take it up in a court of law. Jacob Blake should have complied. Yeah, he was 100% wrong. That's why he got shot. It incited a riot. Kyle Rittenhouse had the illogical, nonsensical oversight to bring an assault weapon to a violent protest. He was attacked, he defended himself, and he killed his two attackers and wounded another one. If I'm getting the story straight, I mean... After a while, who gives a fuck? I just want to chill out and watch Netflix, to be honest. But I can comment on these things. He should be accountable for his illogical, nonsensical oversight. He should not have brought that AR-15 assault-style weapon to a violent protest. It was obviously the wrong thing to do. Never mind the racial component. Never mind the second amendment component second commandment whatever the fuck it's called 
Never mind all the bureaucracy, politicizing, fucking filibustering mumbo jumbo. The common sense logical thing is, what is a civilian doing taking an assault rifle to a violent protest? It is asking for trouble. Just as Jacob Blake was asking for trouble by not complying to a police officer who tased him, pointed a weapon and said, stop, freeze, don't move, halt, the whole ramamadoo, the whole skinamarinky dinkity do, fucking laid it out clear as mud, clear as day, halt, don't move, I'm going to shoot you. Jacob Blake didn't halt. He moved. He got shot. Case closed. I mean, yeah, that's what happens when you don't comply with an officer out there to protect the law, out there to protect society. And again, as I aforementioned, some of them are pencil dick fucking dildo fucking doorknobs. I ain't going to fucking squawk about it, you know? But I'll tell you one damn thing. If a police officer tells me to stop, I'm going to stop. And if there's an issue, I'm taking it up in a court of law. And I generally have respect for them. And as I, and as I aforementioned, any contempt or disregard or disdain that I have for the police force is just my overall disgruntled nature towards authority. Fuck police officers. Fuck nuns. Fuck principals, fuck vice principals, fuck supervisors, fuck bosses, managers, any fucking auditor, you know, fuck them all. Mind your own business. But again, again, it's a necessary evil, right? I mean, it can't be complete anarchy. I'm not a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? But, well, yes, I am. But that's besides the point. The point is, you know, and for the last time, Jacob Blake didn't comply. He was shot. Unfortunate, but true. That incites a riot. Kyle Rittenhouse, illogically, nonsensically, and in the grave oversight, brings an assault weapon to a violent protest. He is attacked. He defends himself. And in that attack, he defends himself, killing two people, wounding another. What about the accountability for his oversight to begin with? Regardless of the racial Second Amendment, political, bureaucratic factors. The common sense logic. What was a civilian doing bringing an assault weapon to a violent protest? I mean, he could have just stayed home and played Xbox. Hit me up, jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. Like, what are your thoughts and opinions on this? I know it's kind of heavy-handed ham sandwich, but I mean, we got to hash this out, folks. If we're going to find any level of um, togetherness in this world, we can't be playing these petty, stupid semantics. 
I mean, when something's just as clear as day, we have to say it. I mean, it's clear as day that Jacob Blake should have halted when the police officer tasered him and drew a weapon upon him. It's clear as day. Yet they try to conflate it and make it into this thing where it's like he was done wrong or there was some kind of kink or scam in the justice system. It's like it's clear as day. The motherfucker didn't comply. He was shot for it. He was acting recklessly. I mean, come on. It was clear as day. As it was clear as day that Kyle Rittenhouse made an illogical lack of judgment in bringing an assault weapon to a protest. It just don't mix. You know? That would be like if you were having a picnic and all of a sudden you brought Yogi Bear. Hey there, boo-boo. I like picnics. Picnic baskets. It's like, why the fuck would you bring Yogi Bear to our fucking picnic? He's grabbing fucking picnic baskets. He's grabbing bottles of wine, scampering off. Hey, hey, I'm Yogi Bear. Yoo-boo. Grabbing fucking picnic baskets. It's like, you fucking brought Yogi Bear to our picnic? He ran off with our picnic basket. Hey, hey, boo-boo. It's illogical. You don't bring Yogi Bear to a picnic. What good could that do? He's going to take the picnic basket. Everybody knows that. Conversely, why would you bring an assault weapon to a protest? What good could that do? You're not a police officer. You're not the National Guard. You're not You're not the military. You're just some fucking civilian stepping over their boundaries. Hit me up. JR.thepodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Quick sip of water, boss. Don't mind me, boss. I'm going to wet my whistle. Oh, yeah. What we got? Oh, yeah. And before I get out of here, I just want to say, um, yeah, back in good form. I spoke about in a couple previous episodes, you know, I'd been busy with the things I've been working on with my uh, production company, Noi Productions, production company where I get to wet my beak, so to speak, Um, various podcasting alternatives, topics, subject matter, guests, you know, I want to branch out into feature film, documentary, you know, skits, scats, skadoodle, the whole kit and caboodle. Noi Productions. So, you know, I've been busy working on Noi Productions, busy, you know, living my life, paying the bills, you know, doing podcasts. I kind of got away from uh, reading. One of my oldest and dearest loves. Literature. Reading. Yeah, that's a big hobby of mine. And um, I love reading. I love... um Nonfiction. I love classic literature. I love, um, rather, fiction. Sorry. I love fiction. Classic literature. Fiction. I love nonfiction. Autobiography. Um, and the like. And, uh, you know, 
I've been back at it. And uh, it feels good. Your brain, it, it, it does kind of jar you. It's kind of like, hold still. You're like, ah, I don't want to hold still. Hold still. <laughs> it's it's kind of like when you're like a kid and they take you to the dentist. Like, hold still. And you're like, <laughs> and they're like trying to hold you down. <laughs> and they're like trying to get in your mouth. <laughs> you know? I never really mind going to the dentist, you know? I wasn't that much of a pussy when I was a kid. Like, you're going to the dentist. All right, bring it on. Bit of a thug when I was a kid, you know what I mean? But um, I wasn't really scared of the dentist. But you know, it's, it's kind of like trying to—it's like somebody trying to hold you still, right? And so, like you know, there you go. You—you you know, you haven't read a book in like you know a couple months, and you pick it up, you dust, blow the dust off it, you open it up, and you know, you're just like fighting with yourself. You're like, ah, I can't focus on that. What? There's something better on Netflix. There must be something on Netflix. I can't. Uh, what am I doing? No, no. I should just go jerk off. Wanna, uh, maybe just let me go, go tug one off real quick. No, I'm hungry. Maybe I should eat something. You know, your mind starts playing tricks on you and you start feeling like schizophrenic or something. Like the fucking letters are bouncing around the page. Uh, 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 and you have to like put it down for a second. <sighs> Come hell or high water. I'm reading today. Then you, you open the book again. Okay, let me... No, no, I'm not going to masturbate. I'm going to read. And then you know, you're fighting with yourself. You're like, oh, for fuck's sakes. Oh, yeah. Just like riding a bike for pussies. Reading, you know? So I got right back at it. I was reading and, you know, felt very good. Felt very like a duck in water. You know? You know, like a duck in water. Back at it. Reading books. And, you know, my other dear love. Walking. I love walking, you know? You know? Strapping on some shoes, you know? Going for a nice walk, you know? Hitting the pavement. Having a coffee, taking a ride on your free thought, just thoughts are just bouncing and going and you're just in your mode and, you know, you're just walking around and checking things out, you know. I love walking. And, you know, it's if you don't use it, you lose it. It's a great way to keep the body fit. A very easy, fairly non-committal. I mean... Depending on your level of fitness, I mean, I'm above average in fitness, but I'm nowhere, I'm not really where I want to be. You know, I would like to push the envelope, try different exercises, maybe get into some MMA type of thing on a recreational level. I mean, the ship has sailed. You're not going to see me in the ring anytime soon. But um, not that I'd ever really want to be, but it's just an interesting thing, you know. So... You know, maybe do some MMA, mixed martial arts. Uh, I want to get more into my running, my jogging. You know, I want to do marathons. You know, I want to, you know, really see how far I can take my fitness. I'm above average. I'm, I'm doing well for myself, but I know I could go farther or I should at least strive. So, in that space of challenge... 
it's nice to have an activity like walking, which is a great way to, hey, you know what? I want to be active. I don't really know where I want to start. I don't really know if I want to push further at the moment. I don't really, I just, I want to get busy doing something. And I also want to have an ease about it. A walk. Good old fashioned two feet in a heartbeat walk. Clears the mind, gets you exercised. And it's going to keep the longevity of life. You know, you got to use it or lose it. Get in motion. You know, sometimes you see elderly people and they have a hard time walking and moving and their backs are, aren't so great. And, you know, I guess that's the test of time. But what I imagine is that if you are a lifelong walker, if you make a point to walk, in your life, it will carry you through those years because it'll be a motion that you are used to. You know, you, you spend time doing it, so it will carry you forward, you know? So um, that's what I got on the docket today. Beautiful, sunny day. Going to finish up the podcast here with y'all. Thank you very much for your listenership, your viewership. You know, going to strike out, go for a walk, enjoy the day. All the best to you and yours. All right? Keep rocking in the free world. Hallelujah. It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan. Reporting live for duty on this magnificent November 23rd in the year of our Lord, 2021. Yeah, um, I'm a performer, baby, so why don't you kill me? Performer extraordinaire? Kyle Rittenhouse, Jacob Blake, United States. Folks, we got to come back to a sense of common sense and normalcy and decency I don't know hobbies hobbies get your hobbies can't forget your hobbies the show is available on Apple <clears throat> Apple podcasts Spotify Odyssey my own website jonathan-ramcharan.com and as always if you're enjoying the show getting some laughs chuckles gags guffaws chortles please help my black ass out Share me with a friend. Till next time, folks. You live it. You love it. You realize it. Aight? Peace.